Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for taking a moment to join us as we take a look at the book. Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. They all play together for the end times. Creation as recorded in Genesis chapter 1 and prophecy as recorded in Revelation. You see, you begin with the creation, you end with the return of Jesus Christ. And of course, one of the most significant events during the time between the creation and the return of Christ was the flood. Now, that's why you need to study with us as we take a look at the book. And this is going to be from my series, a five-part audio series that is entitled His Message in Creation. This is the second part of this series. We'll listen to it, and I'll tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-part audio series. Right now, let's listen together. You know what the greatest missionary verse to me in the Bible is? This verse right here, these two verses. All man is without excuse because he has a light of conscience, a light of creation. He sees and he knows and he accepts that. Then God's promise to get some... You know what? I have talked to missionaries who got off an airplane in a foreign field. Listen to me. I don't believe they're lying. They got off the plane, walked into a community, and somebody said, You're here to tell me something, aren't you? God's committed. If those accept the light of conscience, light of creation, he's committed to get somebody to them. Those two back there are us. Judy and I went to the mission field at 50 years of age. Well, she wasn't that old. She was a lot younger. But uh, I was that old. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. There's a message in creation for the believer, for the lost, for the Jew. Go to Jeremiah. Go to Jeremiah. Book of Jeremiah. I love the book of Jeremiah. I haven't taught the book of Jeremiah. I'm trying to get up the courage and get enough time to study it, to teach the book of Jeremiah when I come to one of these prophecy conferences. And I try to have something new. I mean, you know, there has to be connections between everything I teach when I come each time. And so you may hear some things, you, you know, the Bible is real, it's there, and it's, you know, it's got a theme. And so things interact, and so I try to get something new when I come. Jeremiah is one of those books I want to study. It has 52 chapters. It is an amazing book. First chapter is the call of Jeremiah. The last chapter, chapter 52, is a rehearsal of what happens at Jerusalem with the destruction of the city of Jerusalem. So Jeremiah is a fantastic book. In chapters 2 through 45, it's a message to the Jewish people, to Judah. Some of the judgments are going to come. There's a location in this portion of judgment teaching in chapters 30 to 33, that is a, I call it the little book of consolation. It's a, it, it, consoling to the Jews, and we'll look at those in just a moment. But one of the things that I have seen so prevalent in the book of Jeremiah is the connection between creationism and prophecy. And one of the reasons I'm even teaching this this week is I saw that connection there. Go to chapter 1 just for a second. Look at verse 4. Chapter 1, remember chapter 1 is the call of Jeremiah. And, and I, there's a connection here, even with the prophet himself, Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, by the way, in the book of Jeremiah, the word of the Lord, then the word of the Lord came, was used a hundred times in 52 chapters. I mean, that makes it pretty important because it's the word of God. We're seeing what he has to say. So Jeremiah says, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, verse 5, 
Before, this is God speaking to Jeremiah, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, by the way, that's the greatest evidence in God's Word that at conception, it's life. Before I formed thee in the womb, God had a plan. Even before that conception, it's life in God's mind. And he said, before I formed you and brought you out of the womb, I'd sanctified you, I'd set you apart, I adored, ordained you as a prophet. Should Jeremiah's mother had an abortion on her body, the plan of God had been shut down. So, I mean, forget that. I'm, I'm chasing a little rabbit here, but I'm having fun doing it. I mean, that is great. But this is creation. Do you realize? In that womb, God brings it into existence. Because there are some wombs that are barren. Do you know that? Of course you know that. I see dear young couples that want a child so badly, and it, it, it can't happen. Our own niece and nephew-in-law, Judy and mine, who uh, the mother, their, her mother, our, Judy's sister-in-law, has cancer, and it's, they've just given her a short time, and the daughter wants so badly to have a child, a grandchild for her mother before she, but God has not decided yet that that's what he wants. Here's the beginning, right here in the establishment of Jeremiah's a prophet creation in your womb. I, I bring it forth. Okay, so there's the first point of creation. Go over to chapter 5. I'm just showing you connections here because we'll get to a certain point. Because in creation, there's a message Jeremiah the prophet is teaching. He's teaching prior to the Babylonian captivity. He's giving them information about what's going to happen. Chapter 5. He continues, and there's many other places. Again, this is not an exhaustive study, but just trying to point out some of the mountain peaks. Chapter 5, verse 22. Fear ye not me, saith the Lord? Will ye not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual degree, that it cannot pass it? And though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail? Though they roar, yet can they not pass over it? <laughs> We were on the shores, well, we were, Judy wanted to go to the shores. She said, I've been to Bermuda three times, never walked on the beaches of Bermuda. But we did see the sand of the beach. And you've been to the seashore. We, Judy loves the sea, and I can't stand it. I love the lakes, but I love to walk on the seashore where there's nobody around. But the sand is put there, and it stops the battles of the ocean. No matter what the waves do, it's not going to enlarge it. Oh, it may erode a little bit away couple of feet. But it's not going to wipe it out. The bounds of the... Who shut the bounds of the ocean? It was the Creator. That's what he said. Shouldn't you fear me? He's talking to these Jews. He's giving them a message of retribution in the first... Uh, from chapter 2 to chapter 45. Look at verse 24 of chapter 5. Neither say they in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God that giveth rain, both the former and the latter, in his season. He reserveth unto us the appointed weeks of the harvest. In the feast that God gave the Jewish people, one of the aspects of those feasts was thanksgiving for the harvest. There was an agricultural significance to every Jewish feast. And it was for them to realize God was giving the rain. God gives the rain. 
don't care what the weatherman says, God gives the rain when he wants. The former rains, the latter rains. For time of harvest, God gives it. Go over to, uh, go over to chapter 10 just a second. Chapter 10. I'm just pointing out some points of creation as a part of the message that Jeremiah is giving. Chapter 10 and verse 10. Chapter 10, verse 10. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and everlasting King. At his wrath the earth shall tremble, and the nation shall not be able to abide his indignation. Thus say ye, say unto them, the gods that have not made the heavens and the earth. Look at there. The gods that have not made the heavens, and I told you it was three heavens, didn't I? There it is. The heavens and the earth, even they shall perish from the earth and from under these heavens. They're not in charge. I am in charge. I'm creator. Look at verse 12. He hath made the earth by his power. He hath established the world by his wisdom. He hath stretched out the heavens by his discretion. Oh, we're going to talk about on Thursday, on the fourth session, how he stretches out the heavens, and by his discretion he does it. Verse 13, when he uttereth his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens, and he causeth the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He maketh lightnings with rain, and bringeth forth the wind out of his treasures. I love it. I don't like to be in an airplane when that's happening. I mean, the winds and rains and lightnings. Oh, I hate that in an airplane. I, in fact, I don't even like to fly that much. I... Somebody said the other day, well, what's the matter? Are you afraid to fly? He said, yeah, I guess I am. I just really don't like to fly. He said, don't you remember the Bible says he's with you always? I said, no, that's not what it says. So I said, no, it doesn't. The Bible says, lo, I am with you always. <laughs> I believe he gets out at 2,000 feet. And I <laughs> so I don't like, but I'd love it if I'm here. And if I was in this room and lightning was all over the place and it was thundering and Oh, man, I was through the 47 hurricane in Miami. You've had some decent hurricanes lately, but in 47, I mean, we had to move out of our house. We pulled a barge up to our house to put the refrigerator on and get it out. And uh, so I, I love it's the majesty of God being made manifest. He's the one that does it. Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. That's the name of this series that we've been listening to a portion of. Actually, we listened to the second installment, His Message in Creation. You did not hear all of it. There's still much more information you need to have. In fact, you need this entire series. It's a five-part audio series that is on CD, Creation and Prophecy, His Message in Creation, The Flood, His Glory in Creation and Prophecy, and his new creation. Those are the five parts in this five-part audio series on CD entitled Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy. If you'd like to order yours, you can go to the phone right now. We have a toll-free number that you can call. It's toll-free from across America. That number is 877-674-3298. That's 877-674-3298. Call right now to order your copy of Creation, the Flood, and prophecy. Or if you'd like to go to the internet, go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and you can make your order that way. However you order it, get it today. You need to understand there's a big battle to try to destroy all of us who believe that God created everything in this universe. He sent the flood in judgment, and he is indeed coming again. Creation, the Flood, and Prophecy, the five-part audio series. You need to have it. Call or go to the Internet right now and make your order.
By the way, as you study this subject with us, you'll come to the realization that the second coming of Jesus Christ is indeed close. But remember before that, seven years before that, the rapture of the church takes place. And that could happen today. And having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...